This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. So we're holding here in Parashat Yikro. We've gone through a little bit the Ramam Shittim or Nebuchim. The Ramban's Hasagis on it. And uh, the Ramban's arguments and so on. The um, we'll see some more timing of it. And uh, the next piece is going to be um, Ramban. The Yosa Roy Lishma Tantram Behem. The Ramban says he, he goes to town with the Ramban's uh, reasoning, has a lot, a lot of uh, issues with it, and he says, I'd, ra- I'd much rather go to farm town. Because people's maizim are, are um, complete when they're b'machshava, b'dibur b'maizim, when you sin, you do a carbon. You, you, you bring a carbon. First, you put your hands on it. That represents all of a maizah. And the, the, the feet of the animal are, represent the person's hands and feet, and you also uh, sprinkle the blood on the Mizbeach. So, Raman says, the tarot that the chat of the chinuch also says that it represents the person's charata. Uh, it's sort of expressing that he deserves to have his nefesh, his um, his hands and feet and everything else on the mizbeach and so on. I, I want I want to I, I want to go a little bit into the anekuda that he says that I think is very significant. He says meisib neodel nigmorim. A person's activities are complete, or when seen holistically, they are um, consist of machshava thought, dibur speech, ma'isa um, activity. It's a common term used a lot. Kabbalah, chsidus a lot. Tanya is just so and so on. Very, very common usage of it. And I want to explain the relationship of these three things. It, it, yes, we can make a um, we, we can make a division. Say certain activities are done with your hands and feet, which is the vast majority of mitzvahs. Some are done with your mouth, which is a small percentage. Some are done with your head, which is still a small percentage. Fine, I, we we can do that. But I like to understand it um, as one integrated whole and understand the significance of it. When a, pers- when a person has thoughts about doing something wrong and he never actualizes them, then we're going to say that 
it's not a real Avera. Somebody thinks to steal and, is, and decides against it. So it's not good to have thought to steal, but certainly what counts, what really, really counts in this world is activity. So the act, the deed itself, is to us the Maes Avera. But let's say the person is not a Bardas. He's not considered legally um, in full command of his senses. He's a, let's say he's a cotton, a tinok, a shota. Anyone who is mentally incapable is not going to, um, is not going to be liable for what he did. Why? Because human activity is described as conscious, willful, understood actions. If it's something that is done by Ones Gomer, person was sleeping and he fell on something else that wasn't there before, he's Potter. Um, somebody is crazy and his mind is considered to be not of a level that, that we would consider it responsible, humanly responsible. Um, so all of those will not make the person liable. So an act, for an act to be considered an act, that is liable, you need to have it done willfully, purposefully, and so on. There's one more caveat. If you have both the will and the um, awareness, uh, intent, the will and intent would be the right way to put it, but you don't, and you have the act, but it's not clear the connection between the two, because when a person acts, we can surmise that he acted willfully or in, with intention. Never clear. <coughs> so you have what's called a hasra, which is you warn the person and say, you should know this and this is an avera, and you, the liability is X, Y, or Z, and the person has to answer, um, yes, despite that, I'm still willing to go ahead with it. In other words, Debor is the bridge that applies the person's will and intent to what he's doing. That's the reason why, and that's, so that's the fullness of an act of a, of a person has all three areas incorporated. This is one of the reasons why Chazal instituted brachas before everything, and why the later, Mekubalim mostly, but even shown him in different areas you find, by film for instance, where you have some sort of Yirotzo that you say before doing a Misa, it's because we want to apply the person's thoughts and intentions to the act that he's doing. And the way to apply that is through um, speech. And you say, I am now prepared to do X or Y or Z, and saying that, it, 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 it takes the things you have in your mind, in your heart, in your head, and it makes them something tangible which you now apply to the mice you're doing. So he says, Carbonos, because they were a reflection of the wrongdoing of a person, we needed to incorporate all three. An act, such as putting down your hands on it, a, um, a, a, a description with your mouth um, describing that I've done wrong and this is a kapara for me and then the thing itself. I want to add one more thing. 
Carbonus, the vast majority of carbonus of a shogik. And it, it, we would understand if carbonus were for mazid. So we would need to have a, um, we, we, we need to have such a, a magic, we, we imagine that the, the, the um, destruction of the carbon, the spilling of its blood and so on, is something I should have gone through. And we could understand that to some degree on a mazid. I have a hard time understanding it on a show gig. Uh, a person forgot a Shabbos, forgot the halachas of Shabbos, didn't have Shabbos, whatever, uh, and, he, and he does it. So that's when you bring Korbanis. And, and why is the person deserving of losing his life for a show gig? Mazer, we could say, well, every other is terrible, and he made it, but we're show gig. So the answer is like this. The, um, the show gig a person's, it, it, let's, get, let's take an example. If a person buys some sort of piece of machinery, some electronic good or whatever it is, and it doesn't work, and you send it back to the, to the, to the uh, company or whatever you call them, and they say, we'll look into it, we check into it. Yes, it was an oversight, and it was a real onus, onus government then um, the answer is that I understand, I'm like, sort of sympathetic, but it's not what I ordered, it's not what I want. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'm not, uh, we're not going into the level of culpability, it's simply not what is, I, it, that's not the thing I ordered, not the thing I wanted. Do whatever you want to do with it, refurbish it, send me a good one. A person, we understand a person's right to exist is, in, innate to himself and there is a set of laws and now we make a decision and say okay if you transgress a law you deserve to die and so on so then shogig really would, would, would be totally out of proportion for a shogig to have to imagine they should be right but it's all the way around we are here for a function if we're not doing what we're supposed to do then we don't have a right to exist and therefore shogig with all the understanding of his level of, um, of of his not being culpable, but still at the end of the day, he's not what he's supposed to be, and therefore he's not supposed to the And that is sort of the pshat why a shogun needs a kapara, because a person's chuskiyim is for doing what's right. And if he doesn't do what's right, he has no chuskiyim. Um, it's a very, very powerful, um, it's a very powerful explainer. A person says passes carbonus in the morning, and good people try to say carbonus and so on and so forth. And we always think of that very as we did consciously, and, and that we need kaparas for. Okay, but really, all those carbonus are what we did not consciously. And a, and a person that a, a person's right to exist is not because he's got a cute smile or or or, or cuddly cheeks. It's because he's here for a tafkid take away his ability to perform the tafkit, whether it's for ignorance or forgetfulness or whatever it is, then he's just not a viable person. And that's why you need a kapara. <laughs> okay, the next piece is Rabbeinu Bechaya. And they all, um, they, uh, he says things that are similar, we'll just skim through it. Um, he says that the reason for um, <coughs> Karbanis is that <coughs> the Kodesh Baruch who wanted man to be clear of sin. Um, if a person 
when a person does an Avera, he recognizes the Yitzhar in himself, and he needs to internalize what he's done bad, and he goes through the same points of Machshav Diva Maisa, goes through very similar um, points of the Ramban, Rabbi Nebuchadnezzar, a lot of times paraphrase Ramban. The, um, now let's, the last paragraph in Ramban, he says, the Being that a person ought to have been in that position of, of losing his right to live. takes the carbon instead. He says, this is a tremendous chesed that Kashbaru is doing for him. And it's something a person should recognize the chesed of him being able to replace um, his own demise with a carbon. So he says, the AFLP. According to this, we're saying carbon is basically a form of kapara for someone who's done wrong. Still, it's called a fragrance for Kaddish Why? Rabbi Rechaya says an extraordinary hezba in Karbanis. Um, it says that he, he, normally we understand carbon is an offering to Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's, let's say, let's use a very crass marshal, it's like a gift for somebody. And that's the reaction. Nechoa. Somebody brings me a gift of flowers, and I'm very, very pleased with it, and I say, oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. It's fantastic. And, and that's, that's sort of the beginning of Reach Nechoa. A person does extra credit. It likes to bring a, an extra kind of carbon, and a Baruch Hu likes that a lot. But if it's all about chet and kapara for chet, what's the reach nechor? And the answer is Adaraba. Within a Baltshuva who does, who is mischarit from drachov, and comes to Akadosh Baruch Hu, there's an extraordinary nachas ruach in that. If I can compare something to it, it says vayorech reach begadov by Yaakov, Yitzhak Yaakov. So Chazal Darshan al-Tikri Begadov al-Bogdov. And it brings an example of two people who betrayed the Jewish people, and the last minute, they they had deep harata, and they had a tremendous Mr. Snefesh to do tshuva. So in the world of tshuva, before you do tshuva, the person is a minus. He is worse than the person who hasn't done Yavera, and he certainly is out. But the process of tshuva does not only restore that which was, there's something about that in the process itself that it brings about a closeness. We can think of an example, um, uh, somebody who's been on the rocks and done bad, and really so on and so forth, and that's... um, and we sort of push him away because he's done bad and he's bad and whatever. When a person like that takes himself in his hand and works very hard to put himself together and do well and do good, that itself is a very a very beautiful, meaningful um, act that not only does it rectify what the person has done, 
but it produces a special nachasurah. You have a kid who flunked out of school all year, he was goofing around doing nothing, and parents are tearing their hair out and just about gave up on him. And then the kid decides enough is enough, reverses himself, sweats hard, works hard, puts it all together and really goes far. N- not only does he sort of make up for what he did, he doesn't go to normal, but the act itself of doing right with a tremendous amount of effort becomes uh, um, a ver- it, it becomes something that gives nachas in its own right. And that's the Pshat and Karbonis, that's what Rechai is saying. Even though nominally it's there, it, it's there to take care of an Avera, which means the person is, is a minus, but if a person does it sincerely, it produces a Reach Nechoa. Then Rabbi Rechai says another piece here. Vaderech HaSeichol in Yaakov HaTelosim Hu Ki Kol Chote He says every Chote he does it mitzad ruach atum shem slavashpoi. Person gets in himself some sort of bad ruach. Person gets wild. A person gets a taiva. A person becomes reckless. Um, so what the person needs to do is get rid of that ruach atuma, and that's why you take an ezer soy, which is ruach atuma. The mizbeach, so to speak, destroys that, and uh, and the um, basically. The act of being a carbon represents taking the bad in you and destroying the bad. Ready? Yes. How does that an ezor seir? How does that? What about them represents ra? So, so, so th- the problem. Well, the problem is not more about them represents ra as much as what do you do when a carbon is of a kevis or a shor. A soyer and az is used very frequently to represent ra. And let's just list off the top of the head the sir la zazel. The the velayukedu oydla seirim, and the Ramban speaks about places. A, a, a soyer represents ra in two or three ways. First of all, a soyer is hairy. It sort of reminds one of Esav. More than that, the temperament of a goat is kind of very bedafka, as opposed to a sheep, which causes an insult to a sheep, which is a seh, and it's kind of docile and follows along. A, gedi, a, a goat is a badafka. That's the nature of goats. So, so the goat, the soyer, represents Esav. Esav's har soyer. All, all of uh, there are way too many allusions to, uh, and the, the shadim are called seirim, like we said, v'leyekedul seirim. So, in in the psukim, this is usually called. Um, this is it represents ra. But the um, that's the problem is though. A says is, is, is a perfectly good carbon, it's a wonderful carbon. So I'm not sure why, wh- how we work it out with a set. That's, that's not shown that one. But I'll go put him. That's the um, okay. The next one is a Ramban, who goes into and again this is we're sort of it's the same Ramban, the same Rambam. We're going back and forth in in the uh, trying you know um, to see the different elements of how to understand the carbon. So, Ramban says, So there's also an Inyan Pikabola. Shimon says, Take a look. In the Pasha Kabanis, you have only Yudke Vavke. 
which, um, and it's so that a person shouldn't. In other words, the the um, the chelik ara dafikarsim should not be able to sort of offer a, an explanation that it's going to some other koach but yudke. V'shem atomol achilut zarech. Maybe you think that Hashem needs the food. If I'm hungry, I'm not going to tell you. I own the world. In other words, you're not giving me anything. So the first thing is he brings a um, he, he brings Chazal that emphasize that only Yudke Vavke is the only Shem mentioned by Karbanis. Um, the Ramban says it on the Pesach Briefly, it's as follows. The, the Karbanos are it, 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 our understanding of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Hanhag in the world is that it goes through different kohos. And that's why we say Hashem Elokeinu. Hashem is the one who is behind all those kohos and all and so forth. Elokim is a name that can be used both Kodesh and Elohim Losekalel, it can mean Chol. Same thing with all the other names of Kodesh Baruch Hu, except for Yudke Vavke. So Yudke Vavke is Kodesh and Kodesh uh, only. The other ones have both elements. In Karbanis, so, so one is allowed to say, Akarish Baruch sent a Malach to destroy stone. Akarish Baruch sent a Malach to bench Yaakov. Yaakov interacted with Malach, and he talked to Malach, and he had a conversation with Malach, and that's all correct. Um, Rabbi Yossi had El Yod Novi come to teach him. Malachim are part of the Ruchnistic environment. What one is not allowed to do is to down to them, to offer anything to them, to, to hold them as be as having any types of discretionary power, they don't have any discretionary power. They're agents to fulfill something they were told to fulfill. So he says, um, the the um, the emes, he says, the and so on. And so on and so forth. So he says there are places where it does have uh, the, the, an association of Elikim also. This is going to explain a bit. It says, as carboni lachmi leishai. The carbon is the bread for my fire. Vama lechem isha, shem lechem leisha. Omimena leishum, veishlosh eis. So it says that the carbonis are a bread for the fire of a Kashbrahu. Vamar Bavram, isha shematoa. V'taymei korban eish. Isha is a noun here. V'toya lemilas hakol. U'beminches. I'm sorry. Sorry. Eish over here is not a noun. Isha is an adjective describing the korban. It is a korban of fire, um, and it, it describes whatever is coming before it. The minchet says, Isha reyachar Hashem yator lekomitz. V'einakein. Avol isha shom is kamei eish. And so on. Let me skim down to where he's getting to the point. 
Um, we'll do them as we want to get to its point over here. Ulekach Oma, the end of that paragraph, Shaloihiske bitzavos or kabonas like kelokim ala isherechachar Hashem. Kakavona lashem levadotia. It is meant to be for Hashem. Lo yechavein hamakriv v'lo yala mashavte rak l'shem amyuchid. Vumayim achachomim riken kalvedis kulon l'shem yuchid. So, it, it, in other words, what he's saying is all of it is going to HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. When he said before, um, the, 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 um, he has a critical line over here. He says, in other words, the Isha is, the Karbanis come from Midas Hadin, meaning that they need to be focused only on a Karish and on nothing else. There's nothing else, Karbanis can only be focused on the Karish and there's nothing else that they can be associated with. Um, and then he brings, the Ramban brings from Taras Karnim, um, and, and so on. It brings a whole bunch of psukim on this. Now, the the um, the point that he's making is what's miyuchet to karbanis is that the only makom anything that comes with midas hadin is very sharply focused, and there's no room for including anything else in it. it. It it requires to be exactly focused on and, and by extrapolation, this is something that is um, this is something that's parallel in Tfilah. The Isser of one of the Gideon Ikrim is not to daven to any any other than a Baruch Hu because Tefillah, like carbon, needs to be focused on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's only Shaykh HaKadosh Baruch Hu and to nothing else. I, I want to explain this a little bit. Um, the, the, um, I mean, let's just see the last line that he has here. He says, by the whole carbon Lashen Krev of Ahtus, Lekach Amav V'Oyla Lehelu B'Kredosh Yisrael, Ki Ha'oyla B'Kredosh Tia Yisrael. The Malach is the one who taught Manoach this Indian. He said, If you try to hold me, I'm not going to eat of your bread. Meaning, I will not accept any carbon. So, carbonus have to be focused only on Kaddish Baruch Let's talk about this. Let's discuss this and, and, and let's get a sense of it. Um, the the point of Dveikus, the point of Kesher, just like it, it, by by it says Vedovak beIshtoi that Noach is learned from Vedovak beIshtoi v'lebi Eshes Chaveru v'lebi Shacheres, the 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 Ben Noach Dveikus requires. This is the point of contact. This is what I want to be kosher to. The, all the other elements that a Baruch Hu has in the Bria 
are part of the way he runs the Bria. Part of his Ashkacha. And it's, and it's right to recognize certain Yanim as acts of Malachim, certain Yanim acts of Lamala, and so on. The thing that's not right to recognize is I never want to attach myself to anything other than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Vekus is mutually exclusive. To study and to say Malach Michoel is, is, is Sar Mayim and Malach Gavriel Sar Eish and so on, those are not, they don't, ex, they're not mutually exclusive. I can say HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Kol Yachol, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Kol and he relegated power to different things. So, and, and, and those are Inyanim that are okay. But when I ask myself, when I bring a, when I bring a, a carbon, I'm talking about chibur. Just like, let's give a muscle tip so that we get some sense of it. A person has relationships with many people. So a person has a relationship with the people around him, friendship, cordiality, business relationships, uh, all sorts of patient-doctor relationships, client relationships, there are many, many relationships that that exist simultaneously, and they're not a problem. But the, there's one relationship of Dvekus, which is a husband and wife. Any relationship that falls under the rubric of that Dvekus is mutually exclusive. Uh, uh, um, for her, having a Dvekus type relationship with a man other than a husband is, is destroys the Dvekus and husband. Having other types of relationships, buying, selling, friendship, um, help. 101 relationships are not problematic, but Tveikus has only one balabas. Karbonas, like he says, is Miloshan Kirva. It's an act of being mishabet HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that tolerates only one. So therefore, it is... So Marshall, we, we, Lulav, and S, uh, Lulav we, the Nunun Lulav says to to work against the Tlolim, Royim, and so on and so forth, that's fine. It, it, but Karbanis are, of all the mitzvahs, Karbanis are like the central Nakuda of the Atmis of the Vekos. That is mutually exclusive. That's, that, that's what, the, what he means over here. The whole carbon is Lashon Krave of Achdus. Every carbon, the word means closeness. Everything, every other mitzvah has other functions, and those are relationships, and that's fine. But the relationship I have with a mailman is not closeness. The relationship I have with a patient is close. It's, it's very functional. It's very specific. And that's fine. But to buy, to buy a present, a personal present, you, you, you might give the mailman a tip for bringing the mail and on time and, and thank him and so on and so forth. But you're not going to buy him a present for his birthday because that's a curvitic type relationship. It's got nothing to do with that. It, it, it's only tapless is to be miscarried. So carbonus of all the mitzvahs are very unique in the fact that they don't focus on anything other than Etzim Kirva. And that's why you don't find, uh, um, you don't find uh, other Lashayinists. Midas Haddin, the reason why Midas Haddin is associated with it is, because Midas Haddin, it, 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 let's give an example, so we get another sense of it. This um, Hillel is seen as coming from Midas HaChesed because it gives us a broader range of Shaykhis to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Um, the, the, the mitzvah is not as narrowly defined as Beishami would have it. It encompasses something much broader. So, so the, the, the broadness of it, the coolest means 
there are many, there's allowance for more pathways. Midas uh, Adin is very sharp, very specific. This and only this. So Karbanis, other mitzvahs can include different akudas, and a person, a person shakes a lulav today to take to the Mgarish, the Ruchas Ross and Florimar, that's fine. But because it includes other things. This is called Lechem Isha. It's Shaykh to Midas Adin. Midas Adin is the, the stronger the element of Midas Adin, the more sharp and specific. When a fire destroys something, it removes everything but the atmosphere of the thing itself. That's the sh- take of Midas Adin. It's like a very sharp knife. A sharp knife is razor thin. It doesn't allow for very, very, um, for much leeway. It's extremely thin. A, a very narrow pathway is Midas Adin. Um, and therefore, and, and therefore, Karbanis, since they're Lechem Isha, this is Ki'ilu, comes from that, it requires, it's one Nekuda, that Nekuda is Tevekas, not Kodesh Baruch Hu, and it doesn't allow for any deviances whatsoever. Okay, we'll hold it here.